0: Hello, everybody. I'm the Common Sense American, and thank you for tuning in once again this week when we talk about all the most important subjects of the day. And as we're heading into 2022, well, unfortunately, things are a little boring because we're just dragging the 2021 crap along with us into 2022 so far. Uh, The Labor Department released a Report that said inflation jumped 7% in December, the highest surge in 40 years. As if anybody's surprised, uh, anybody who bought anything in, in December and was out and about at all knew just how how uh, bad it was out there. Food and energy is the biggest hit. Gas prices were crazy high. Costs of uh, new and used vehicles are nuts. Uh, supply chain shortages were everywhere, so it was a big problem. And while they're trying to mitigate some of that, and hopefully we'll see some easing of that this year, the Omicron variant is again causing problems for economists. They're concerned again for no reason because it's a freaking cold, Uh, and I have never been more bullish on that than I have been in the past for uh, the vaccine. Uh, The vaccine, it's not going to stop Omicron. It's. They admit they have, that it doesn't stop Omicron. That's why Pfizer is saying, "Oh, we'll have one ready." Shut up. Just this is a cold. This is a blessing, as many doctors are saying, because it's so non-fatal and it's very, very in terms of uh, symptoms. It is proving to be extremely mild in comparison uh, to Delta and Alpha, and uh, obviously it builds antibodies when you have it. So this is, and it's going to race through. I mean, it's done in South Africa. It's done in a lot of areas where it really exploded. And it's already uh, leveling off. And I think we've already seen the peak possibly here in the United States and in certain parts of Europe as well. Uh, It's going to go fast. But we still have the economic problems that we're facing in the Biden administration. And his uh, plummeting approval numbers, I think the last one, he was in the high 30s somewhere. Well, again, no surprise. As soon as Americans really start to feel it in their wallets, Uh, This is the kind of thing that happens. You know, it's it's no surprise to see uh, a a direct correlation, well, an inverse correlation between the rising inflation the latter half of last year and his falling approval numbers. Anyway, uh, what I really wanted to talk about this week was the danger of the polarization of the voters. Uh, I think we've all known, and I've done podcasts on this before, just how divided the country is. And how uh, one side really demonizes the other, and how they have l- seem to have less and less in common, uh, and they're just growing farther and farther apart. There's a, a massive gap between the two now because it does seem like both left and right are becoming more extreme. And right wing voters will say, "Well, I'm just being pushed farther right because of the left's extremity." And I, I you know, what I, I agree with that. I think that's very that's a that's a certainly a feasible reaction because after years of being pushed and pushed and demonized and attacked uh, by the mainstream media, by all the powers that be, by the government itself, by education, basically pointing out that. Uh, trying to make it plain, you know, critical race theory, and everybody who's white is a racist, everybody who voted for Trump is a racist, everybody, in this this filters down, it gets worse and worse, the generalizations get worse, anybody who's a Republican is a racist, anybody who, who, who voted uh, for any Republican is, is, is a racist, or anybody, uh, you know, they have certain beliefs that we just don't agree with. Now, you know, even though it's difficult to even understand now, Uh, There was a long period of time, and and this is a healthy thing, when people who are self-proclaimed Republicans or Democrats throughout this country's history uh, voted the other way in any given election. That happens. I mean, while they do, uh, they they lean one direction and they admit that they're a member of a certain party, when it comes time to vote, uh, whether it's local or state or federal elections, whatever it is, uh, you know, they took the time to analyze the candidates and and there might be a, a unique situation within their immediate environment or things that they're seeing. And they might think at that time that, uh, you know, if you're a Republican, you might think that the Democrat candidate is, is the better option for that time and, and vice versa. And that did happen. We all had uh, parents and grandparents who did this. Uh, who wouldn't always vote straight party line, and we're seeing that now. And what that means, what that means is unfortunately, it's just like any other time where uh, two parties are so at odds and and they just stop listening to each other, which is what has happened. Um, you you create this uh, ignorance level that it just skyrockets and people will just vote rate down the ticket on one line because of the the party they subscribe to, because they believe that any candidate of the other party is so far removed from anything they believe in that they couldn't possibly make a good elected official. And when you do that, and I you know, I don't I, I understand that because it does seem it has happened with our politicians as well. It feels like our leaders are doing the same thing that the masses are doing, which is becoming farther and farther one way or the other. If their democrats are going farther and farther left, their Republicans are going farther and farther right. So main you know, you can expect the constituency to do the same thing. However, what you're also seeing as a result is a rise in the number of independents in this country. A lot of people are abandoning their parties and going, I'm, I don't want either one. I'm an independent myself. I always will be. I really don't believe in a two-party system. We're, we're seeing right now a bunch of reasons why I don't. Um, it, it's just destined to fail in the end. I've always believed that, and many of our forefathers also believed that. And it, again, this is the result. Uh, this schism between the two creates this... This dark cloud of ignorance on both sides. And of course, the left are going to say they're ignorant about nothing. They're more educated. They know more things. They use their stats and their facts. No, you don't. That, has, uh, that ship has sailed. Uh, mostly because you're, you refuse to believe that... <laughs> first of all, you refuse to believe that there's any possibility that the journalists who are handing you your information have in any way an ulterior motive. That's a mistake right out of the gate. Uh, The other thing they think is that there is no level of corruption among politics, and there's no level of corruption among journalism, and that if they just read the New York Times or they just listen to CNN, they're going to be as informed as they need to be Uh, without even once acknowledging, and they're going to treat this as a conspiracy theory because of just how narrow the news they get is, they don't really realize it, that... There is this whole other, there's reams of information out there that are being distributed to the other side that they never see. I mean, it, it, it really is. It's almost like North Korea, South Korea, in that way. You've got a button. You got people who are just right down the state and government line. They're going to do everything the government tells them to do. They're going to listen to them. They're going to believe that their leaders are properly vetting, uh, for example, experts on the matter. So those are the ones they're going to listen to. And they're being told, and they're listening to anybody who disagrees with this message. Anybody who um, is not being covered in the media. Then they're just crackpots, they're they're crazy, they're dangerous, we shouldn't be listening to them. And you know, liberals believe this. They they don't even bother, they don't even look at the credentials of the people who are being ignored, they don't look at the credentials of, of those who are doing the reporting on this information, they don't believe they don't believe it. So, okay, you don't believe it. Doesn't mean it's not true, it's absolutely happening. So you are just as ignorant about the reality of the situation in regards to the other side. As many on the right are, yes, in a way, ignorant to the way the left is behaving. Now, if you come across, it's become increasingly rare, but if you come across a moderate member of the other group, I think you will, both sides will always be shocked at just how much you might actually have in common. Um, and they're so quick to assume, and everyone is so quick to uh, just jump up with the torches and the pitchforks, you know, it's obvious. You take a look, for example, look at uh, Ted Cruz and what he said about January 6th. Trump supporters hated him for it. And you, right up to that point, there were a whole lot of stories they liked him for. You know, he was, he was even though uh, if you go back far enough to when it was Trump versus Cruz, everybody hated him. Then it became sort of a thing in the past few years where he has been, A very staunch conservative in the state of Texas and has pushed for conservative ideals and pushed back against the Biden administration and suddenly has, once again, a whole lot of right wing conservative fans. But the instant he said what he said about January 6th, that's it. They're all off board again. Well, whatever. Give it time. In the next few months, we'll say something they like and they'll be back on board again. Same thing goes with anybody. Same thing goes with Tucker Carlson. Uh, You know. Or, or you look at Joe Manchin, uh, the Democrat, moderate Democrat on the left who's causing the Biden administration all kinds of problems because he's just not going to go that far left. He's going to be a little bit more common sense than his colleagues are, especially economically speaking. Um, and, you know, he's been sort of a darling on the right wing side because of, be, of him being a thorn in the side of Democrats at his own party. And then he goes and says, well, I don't believe the Trump tax cuts were a good thing. And that's it. They're all jumping off the bandwagon again. But they'll be right back on next week when, you know, Manchin gets, you know, says something like, uh, you know, Biden's doing a bad job. So you have a lot of this and that is indicative of an environment where people are snapping to judgment and just saying, okay, I'm doing, this is who I believe right now. And then the next day, that could change in the blink of an eye. And that is, again, it's indicative of sort of a widespread ignorance of not really understanding The whole of this person's platform. Now, if you knew Manchin, you would know that he's been against Trump's tax cuts forever. He's never changed on that. You just forgot it or it was just overshadowed by things he's done recently. Um, So it's our ignorance of these candidates that is going to cause the problem because I have done podcasts in the past of identity politics and why um, it's a bad thing. And I, I'm sorry, but it does seem to revolve around the, uh, the, the minority elected officials. I mean, uh, I, I've always maintained that if you ask people who voted for people like uh, AOC or Ilhan Omar, I want them to know. I want to know why you voted. Why Give me a rundown of the list of things that you like about this candidate. I, I'm sorry, but I have come across a few people, and they can't name one. All they really want to avoid, and they don't want to tell you this, is that they vote because, especially in Omar's case, she's black and she's Muslim and she's a woman. That's it. That's why. And you're taught that they're oppressed, so we're going to vote for them. They really couldn't come up with much of anything. The only thing they could say is that, uh, you know, well, that, that's a left wing person. They stand for the rights of the people, and they're more likely, Democrats are more likely to be in line with my way of thinking without having any real facts to back that up. Now, Yeah, far left. Definitely. That's what she is. They don't don't really know what the platform is. They don't really know anything that she's really said in the past. They they didn't even watch any speeches she made. None of this. And that's just one example. People don't know anything about these candidates when they go to vote in the midterm elections in 2022. Republicans are going to go and they're going to vote for every Republican and Democrats are going to go and vote for every Democrat. That's bad. That shows... Not just a mass division and a huge gap between the two parties. It also shows that neither side is willing to listen to the other. And they've done a darn good job among their own followers of demonizing the other side. And basically saying it doesn't matter anything they say. They all lie. They're all bad. And the problem with that is it's not true. We all know it's not true. Just because someone votes a certain way or believes a certain thing doesn't necessarily make them bad. Now, if they go far enough in one direction, they could be bad. Um, I still don't believe that we have a majority of extremists on either side. Um, You know, and if it was the case, if it was true that, for example, all Democrats will always love all Democrats, regardless of what is happening in the country, then Biden's approval ratings couldn't be where they are. I mean, logically speaking, right? I mean, it's not just Republicans who are voting in these polls. I mean, granted, there are surveys and the ones that have him at a lower point, generally uh, more right-wing voters take those polls and they're geared more towards that side. But if you just look at just polls that that aren't really geared towards any one side, don't have a a history of being at least mostly bipartisan, he's, he's still way low. He's low. He's 40%. He's actually lower than that in, in, in a lot of them. Rasmussen and, and uh, Quinnipiac, and, you know, he's low. And he's low in every state. He's even low in blue states. He's below, below water. Granted, he's certainly higher than he would be in, in red states or among right-wing citizens. But this means that there are there has to be millions of Democrat voters out there, including ones who voted for him, that really don't like what he's doing right now. Right? So, and the same thing goes for Trump. I mean, it was terrible for Biden. It's for one of the worst first years on record for a president. So it's no surprise to see his his approval tank. Um, but t- Trump's approval went down pretty quickly. Actually, it didn't get anywhere near what Biden's, is, but Trump's approval fell a lot um, in, in his first year of presidency and and waffled a lot. You know, it was tough for him to climb over 45%, 50 percent at any given time during presidency. And yeah, that's a lot because Democrats always hate him and Republicans always love him. Yes, but. There are certain things that will happen during the course of events in history and life where you look up and go, yeah, I don't like this. I don't like the way things are going. I think the president, regardless of whether or not I voted for him, could do a lot better than he's doing. He made a decision I don't like. He He didn't deliver on this promise. And that can be said for any president, any elected official, any leader. So, of course, an intelligent person will look at this and change his mind and make decisions based on the ongoing flood of information he should have. Ironically, we have all this information at our fingertips with the Internet and, uh, and everything just being bombarded us 24-7. And we now have a voting populace that is arguably the most ignorant of any voting populace in the history of the country. People will go and vote down party lines without knowing anything, anything about most of the candidates they're voting for. Not a thing, aside from which party they belong to. And that is a very, very bad thing. Because, again, it's showing us just how much they don't care about really what this person's platform is. And all they really care about is defeating the other side, which they believe now are just flat-out evil, uh, bad for the country, and uh, need to be taken down. And both sides really believe this now, and it has not helped that uh, the the media has pushed this narrative, has pushed this us versus them thing. for And and the mainstream media just pushes left versus right, and left is always superior in all ways, and right-wing are just stupid backwards, knuckle-dragging Neanderthals. And, um, you know, uh, the right's pushback to that is, okay, see, this proves that all these people are nasty and hostile and ignorant of us and of who we really are. And yeah, you're going to go back and forth and back and forth on this all you want. The bottom line is the gap between the two will continue to widen and ignorance will continue to spread in terms of what's going on. The left will accuse the right of being ignorant because they believe in conspiracy theories because, God forbid, CNN didn't report on it, so it can't be true. And the the right will accuse the left of, of just going right down the, the party line and Towing the line and not giving a crap about anything that's beyond, you know, CNN, CDC and Fauci and also of being just flat out insane when it comes to certain policies. And there is no dialogue anymore. There is no it seems to me that there is no leader or elected official that stands up there and says, this is what I believe. This is what I want. This is why I think it will work. Um, and this is why I don't believe my competitor or my opposition's idea will work. They all just sort of reflect what the masses are doing and stand up there and they're like children and scream about how the other side is nasty and evil and, and disgusting and needs to be taken down. Now our elected officials are doing it. It's it's bad. The whole thing is bad. It's bad for the entire uh, country And the only thing I can say that's good that's coming from this is, again, that that swell of independence. There's more people joining the independent parties, more people joining uh, the Libertarian Party uh, than ever before. So it may come down to independence determining the uh, leaders in the future, because we know so many Democrats will vote Democrat, and so many Republicans will vote Republican, 90 percent plus on both sides. And if we know that, then it's really going to come down to uh, and if they're, again, if they're equal, which they about are, um, in terms of number in the population, then it really is going to come down to, to independence in terms of what they think. And that's bad news for Democrats, by the way, because right now, most polls are showing a huge favoritism uh, towards Republicans by independence, uh, mostly result of just that catastrophic first year of the Biden administration. Independents often go back and forth as they they. I don't want to say that they're more intelligent or they tend to think more than people who are, you know, side with either Republican or Democrat. I don't don't want this to come across that way, but I will say that independents tend to be just because by very nature, by default, being an independent, they look at both sides more often. Um, And so maybe it's a good thing that they are the ones who are going to determine the course of the country in the future, because it's really going to come down to them. Uh, you look at any any major election, that's who it's going to come down to. So I'm encouraging all of them to get out there and vote because they're the ones who might swing this in one way or the other, probably will. Uh, and again, it's bad news for Democrats right now because um, independents don't favor them at all. The, their approval rating among independents is reaching new lows, uh, which says a lot, by the way. It just does. These people are not Democrats, they're not Republicans. And um, they're just obje- hopefully, objectively looking at this and going, you guys suck. Bottom line. Um, So anyway, that's really all I wanted to say today. Um, Please be informed when you vote. The uninformed vote is just as damaging, if not more so, than the no vote. Uh, So, you know, if you're going out there and you really do believe that all Democrats are hopeless and bad and dangerous for the country and the economy and all that, and you really do believe that... um, that's fine and dandy. However, I really suggest that it is a possibility that there may be a Democrat candidate somewhere, somewhere in your local election, even in the midterm elections, that you might actually like a little if you looked at them and saw what their platform really was. Now, I'm not saying you're going to find them. So like I said, so many politicians going so far in their direction, you might not find them. But it's important for you to do that. Because at least you'll know. At least you'll 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 be confident in that vote that you cast. Uh, It's important for you to do this. It's your duty as a citizen. It's not your duty. I always, you know, when someone says it's your duty to vote as a citizen. No, that's partially correct. The most important part of that is it's your duty to be informed about everything to vote. uh, As informed as you can get. And that's going to require you to take as much information as you can from both sides. And if you're on the left, that requires you going away. From CNN and MSNBC and CNBC and CDC and and finding other things. Because believe it or not, believe it or not, they don't show you every fact that they can find. They Yes, they cherry pick and they do it a lot because they've got a certain audience and they have to cater to it. I'm sorry that's the way it is. So you may find some pretty stunning reports and stories in other places. As much as you don't like those sources, they will provide you with their sources. They will provide you. It's a news story. They will provide you with their their sources and and how they got their information. You don't like it? Fine. But at least you saw it. At least you considered it. At least you weren't just listening to what the government and the man, which, by the way, I thought the left was all against in the 60s, um, are telling you. You know. Be as informed as you can be, because this does not bode well for the future when you have uh, parties that are not only so far apart, but so uh, just uninformed as to what the other side really is all about. And, and if that side gets too extreme, then, well, we're all in big trouble. Then hopefully more people will become independent. And who knows? Uh, maybe in the future there will not be a two-party system, but never liked it. And, again, this is a uh, uh, big reason why, past year. Not well that's five six seven years really anyway that's it for me i appreciate you listening as always um all i ever do is push for improvement certainly self-improvement and knowing as much as you can know it's all you can do and uh so i will be back again next week and until then uh learn as much as you can and um try to be good to each other as best you can and we can just go from there and try and heal a lot of these scars So that's it for me, and I'll see you again next week. Thank you.